Hello, what's up? Um, this is something that I was interested in and am trying it out. This may go far, this probably will not. We'll see, and we're all along for the ride. Now, first off, this is a... Uh, I, I don't know if you've read or seen the description, but this will mainly be about like cinema, movies, TV shows, occasionally some video games, but hey, mainly movies and TV shows. Um, some of my particular peak interests are uh, comics, mainly DC, but I also dabble in some Marvel, so I will be hopefully able to talk about that uh, later on. But also, I'm also really big into the horror genre, so would really love to talk about that. Mainly, like, uh, my favorite, I'd have to say right now, would probably be Jason Voorhees. Also, like, The Conjuring and Annabelle series, that whole entire thing. Um, yeah, so that's uh, mainly what this is going to be about. Also, like I said, some video games here and there, but... Mainly, mainly, uh, yeah, movie and television. But uh, for this first episode, I will probably, it probably won't be too long. Just getting a feel out of it, see what uh, what works, what doesn't, and all that fun jazz. This is, um, well, we're just going to see how it goes. So let's jump right into it. This episode, we're going to be talking about The Flash, the movie coming out uh, later next year, but mainly the TV show that started in 2014, and uh, season 8 just finished, uh, aired this past Wednesday, and boy oh boy. Have they set themselves up for something else? And I really hope that it doesn't fall like some of the previous seasons. Me personally, um, I've started. I've been watching the Flash TV show ever since it came out in 2014. Favorite superhero of all time, arguably the best superhero, and that's mainly because of his powers and his abilities and what he's actually able to do. And I will die on a rock that this man is able to take out anyone. Due to the fact that the only way you can beat him is if you're as fast or faster than him. Has there been the people like that? Or characters like that? Absolutely. Has a flash come out on top? Yes. But here we are with the TV show. Season 1. Phenomenal, 10 out of 10. Even season 2, personally, asking me, 10 out of 10. Definitely watching those again. Season 3 is where everyone kind of starts slipping and disagreeing. Me, I like it. Is it the best? No. But strong, strong, probably 7 out of 10. There was just some parts in it that I just... Like that one episode, um, the musical one with Supergirl. Can't watch it. I ref I always skip over it when I'm watching through it again. It's just good gracious. I just don't like musicals. King Grant, Gustin Singh, 
phenomenally. Yes, he can. Will I watch the superhero sing? Not my cup of tea. So, I would probably say, I, I like this Savitar storyline, even though Savitar, they kind of mixed the Blue Flash storyline with him going back in time and kind of like, quote-unquote, fixing everything, but he wasn't fixing anything. But also, they used the character of Savitar that doesn't look anything like that metal suit. I mean, Savitar is not Barry. Savitar is another dude who's shirtless, kind of. But anyways. Um, yeah, season three, I, there's just things about it that hit really well. I think the, I think my favorite episode is Infantino Street, the second to last one, where they ended it with that, um, I don't, I don't know what that song is, but I can't remember. They ended it with that, and they made it seem like Iris is de uh, finally dead. Boom, beginning of the next episode, finish line. Fake out, it's actually HR. Goodness. And they did it again in season 8. They, Well, not to that extent. I st when I watched it happen, when she got struck by Barry's lightning, I, th I, th I thought that she was finally, because it was, Candace Patton didn't know she was going to sign on again, and when the episode aired, nobody knew if she was going to be signing on and staying for season nine, so, I mean, they, they wrote it to where it could go either way, and of course, when they revealed that she signed on, they kept her and brought her back with Damien Dark. Okay, we can never escape this. I just, and it's it's the problem with this the CW, is that all I know is how to write teen, rom romance uh, shows. So instead of the Flash actually you know fighting, the villains, it always ends in a conversation. And Iris always knows what's best. It's like. Mother knows best. Yes, Iris knows best all the freaking time. She's never wrong. And that's one of the many just like downfalls of the character that makes her so annoying is she's never wrong. And when she's clearly wrong in season five when Barry goes and takes Nora back to the future after they found out that she was working with the reverse flash the entire time, she's she think it's mad at Barry because she didn't get to say goodbye. And then Barry just finally snaps back at her, and they have this really well-acted moment between the two. And it ends with, the episode ends with Barry just apologizing. Because, of course, he's wrong. Always. It's so annoying. I just, you'll, you'll, you'll come to see that I do not like the character of Iris at all. Was she fine in season one? Yes. Was she fine in season two? I like to think so. She wasn't as bad. But season three is when she just... She started getting a little annoying. Because it was basically all about her. But then again, I was fine with it. Because it kind of made sense. Because there was a reason why it was all about her. Because the villain wanted to get a Barry, the Flash. And the, one of the best ways to do that is to get to Iris. The one he 
gloves, which, you know, makes sense. But then in F, when season three ends and Barry goes into the Speed Force, Iris becomes the head of Team Flash, which makes no sense because then again, she's an, uh, she's an ex-barista at this point, an ex-reporter because she spent more time at Star Labs than actually CCN. But that's all she brings to the table. It wasn't Cisco, you know, the mechanic guy who built everything. Vibe. You know, the one that Barry told to make sure everyone's good. That guy? Yeah, no, not him. It's not even going to be Caitlin, your doctor, Killer Frost, who is very grounded and for the most part, always has her head on straight, minus a few times. Not even Joe, the detective. It just, or, you know, the other speedster, Wally, not make him the leader. I could, I could see why they wouldn't make Wally the leader, because he wasn't fully, like, like, in that room. I don't want to say not mature enough, but he was, like, it's the mix of, like, not the maturity level and, like, the experience level, because, I don't know, I just, it made no sense of how Iris was claimed to be the leader. And even when Barry comes back, man doesn't even take the freaking team back. It's, she was still classified as the leader and made all the decisions and everyone just listened to her because everyone was too scared to tell her no because then she'd be screaming back at them saying, how dare you question me? I'm the almighty supreme leader of Team Flash. How dare they question the almighty Iris West? Because Joe, her dad, must not have been... I don't even know how she ended up being like that because she's been told multiple times. Prime example, trying to go to the police academy. He kept telling her no. It made no sense. Uh, it's just crazy and weird how all these things just fell into place. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. And the fact that she was mad at Flash, or sorry, she was mad at Barry because he went to the Speed Force to save the freaking world, but she was angry because he left her for six months. Boo-hoo, cry the river, at least you're not dead. I think that's a fair trade-off. Death or spending probably like 20 more minutes with your, your husband before you die. I don't know, it seems like a uh, clear cut to me, but then again, what do I know? I don't write the show. But if I did, it would probably not have gotten us out of control. But I think it's redeemed itself in season 8. Season 8 wasn't that bad. Was there always great episodes? No. Was it as bad as season 5, 6, and 7? No, it wasn't. It was light years better. 5 was just bad. 6 was cool. 7 was, oh my dear lordy. I just think the forces when they first introduced them. CGI was terrible, story was terrible. How they handled it was terrible. 
and then they introduced if they get introduced so many pointless characters like apparently Cecile, you know, she's not even a DA anymore. She helps many human cases because I guess they're persecuted against, even though that makes no sense because the Flash is not persecuted against, but she helps. Plus, her powers are so selective when they need it for the story. She can feel the emotions of people and tell what they're thinking. Let's just bring her everywhere. Find out who the bad guy is and why. Plus, every time somebody tries to outrun, outrun the Flash, either in a car, bike, or just on foot, they always get away and he's like, Whoa, where'd you go? I'm glad they brought back Flash time, because if he's ever in a fight, just literally go in Flash time, stop time, or not really stop time, but go so fast that time perceives to be stopped by you, however you want to describe it, and then just put him in metahuman handcuffs, or metacuffs, whatever you want to call them, put him in metacuffs, it's that easy, but then again, at the same point, Every episode would be over in five minutes. So they had to unnecessarily give my boy a nerf to give the villains a chance. Which is why the non-speedster villains were just that bad because you the Flash can easily take them down because they're not as fast. Don't, like Season 4 was all about the very and the law and how nobody trusted him when they said that DeVoe was evil could have just he took so many necessary risks it was dumb season 5 Cicada at least he had the dagger which took away the Venom powers okay cool that's actually kind of decent, like you have something to take away their powers. So, level playing ground. But season 5 was just not good. Just not. It... Season 9 apparently is going to be, at least what Eric Wallace is saying, that it may not be the last season. It may be the same that we'll find out early on. And that the negative forces will choose their new avatar for the new Big Bad of season 9. Who it's going to be? I'm hoping Red Death. They've name dropped him once. And they haven't done anything with them. Just don't bring the reverse flash back. He's basically been the main villain of nearly every season. And just one line from the main fight between uh, reverse flash and flash in the season finale episode was when Eobard said, yeah, this won't end until one of us dies. Well, then again, Eobard's dead, 
died how many times and he's still coming back? But apparently Eric Wallace now says he's actually legitimately dead now. He's gone. We'll see how long that that lasts until they realize, hey, we don't have the ratings we want. Who's a, who always can we go back onto? The Reverse Flash. Ebark Bond. Let's bring him back. Hey. It's before everything happens. So it's Eobard. But he doesn't remember. Okay. Sure. Oh, it's Eobard. And the face of Dr. Wells. Because apparently Matt is either they don't want Matt or Matt can't get there. And I'm happy they brought Matt back. For at least a few episodes. Of course, they they did that one cool comic book um, shot by ripping apart his face, revealing underneath that was cool. I appreciated that. Overall, the Flash, the Flash is never, the Flash never did the Arrow. I call it the Arrow trope, where season one and two usually are like the peak. And then goes down for like three and four, and then five, and later on it's usually like, okay, this is actually like, it it was brought back to life. Now, it took Flash, oh, too long to find what worked, and I'm afraid it's not gonna be enough because, well, they have so many characters that have to flesh out and give like care, like character-driven episodes when it's called the Flash, not. The Flash and Friends are just the friends. This ain't friends. This is the Flash. It should be mainly about the Flash. Yes, you can have side characters and give them stories, but don't make the side characters the main character and then sideline the Flash. And that one time, in one episode, I, f I can't remember which season or episode it was, but the Flash or Barry needed to go into the Speed Force to collect particles, Speed Force particles to power a machine that we're going to use against the big bad. So he runs into the Speed Force and says, like, yeah, it's going to take, like, eight hours or how many ever hours. Is at the beginning of the episode, he runs into the Speed Force. He is gone for the entire episode until the final minute when he comes back. He's like, I got him. Everyone's, like, doom and gloomy. And he's like, what happened? Cut. He was in there for, like, not even a minute. I think that's the worst they've sidelined him. But other than that, it's always just character-driven episodes with The Flash sometimes there. I don't know. But that's just my overall thoughts on The Flash. I can probably go in depth with each season or each character later on, but nothing I want to talk about in this episode at least was the 2023 flash movie dear lord like i said flash favorite character favorite dc super favorite superhero of all time i don't think any character is going to beat it i have joking i like favorite joke characters like booster gold but I like legitimate favorite comic book character is the Flash. I didn't I didn't think there was one who could just do so many wrong things consecutively. 
and still be given the rule, or not given the rule, but still hold on to it more than Ezra Miller has. It's his crimes. It's this movie, no matter, because apparently the, the screenings have gotten like po really positive reviews, but Warner Brothers has to realize they're releasing it to the general public, who, for the most part, now do not like Ezra Miller because of what he has done. Do I blame them? No. This movie, unless it is like earth-shatteringly amazing, it's not going to do well. It's not going to do well because of what Ezra has done. I applaud Warner Brothers by saying they'll no longer work with him. But I'm afraid because now the only characters sustaining from the original Justice League is Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Ben Affleck is gone. They don't even know what they're doing with Henry Cavill, Superman. They got spooked by Ray Fisher speaking out against them, so Cyborg's been sidelined. And now the Flash. They're going to have to recast the Flash. People are talking about, like... Like, who would uh, be uh, who'd be casted to recast Ezra Miller? And some people are... I like some of these options. However, other than others, I'm not a big fan of. Like some people are saying, Dylan O'Brien. You really want Dylan O'Brien to play the Flash? I say no. I don't want Dylan O'Brien to take on the role as the Flash. I want Dylan O'Brien to take on the role as Nightwing. He's perfect for Nightwing. I think he looks great as Nightwing. What I think they should do they should recast Ezra Miller, use this movie, because apparently it's going through the multiverse, therefore it's going to have some major, not major, but repercussions nonetheless. So it would be fine if he looks different and is played by somebody else. I think they should finally get someone who's blonde and try to have like a comic accurate Flash. Not saying that Grant's bad and because he's not Tom Becker. Grant Gustin has played the Flash phenomenally. I love his performance. He's definitely going to go down as the best actor to portray the Flash in live action for a while. What I'm afraid is that due to these uh, legal issues, you could say, regarding the main you know, actor and character, Flash, that they're going to butcher him and treat the Flash exactly like how they're treating Green Lantern because of Ryan Reynolds' adaptation. And we haven't gotten live-action Green Lantern. Well, 
scratch that we have, but it's not like ha like Hal Jordan's story or John Stewart's story or Guy Gardner, Kyle Rayner, Simon Baz, Jessica Cruz, or heck, a Sinestro origin story. But they are coming out with uh, Green Lantern Beware My Power, and I cannot wait to see that because it's expanding this new animated universe, and I'm I'm a fan. I liked uh, the Long Halloween Part 1 and 2, and Justice Society World War 2. Man of Tomorrow was... It was good. I just don't know. Something about it. I can't think of it at the moment. There's just something about... I think I was, because the first one that came out, I was kind of expecting the old DCAMU, like that feeling in animation style. But I'm loving this new animation style with the, the thick outlining of the characters and just how it looks in general. I think it's, I think there's more color contrast in this one. They're not like, in previous, everything was dimmer and darker and more mushed together, but this one has real, real contrast and I. Really appreciate it. But yeah, this whole flash scenario regarding the movie is just—I'm—I'm I'm thoroughly afraid of what is gonna come of this. But hey, 2023, June 23rd—it's coming. And whether we like it or not, this movie is going to do some real damage going further in the DCEU. Will it restore the Snyderverse? Probably not. Will it just probably create something entirely new? Most likely. We'll see. But thank you for listening, and this has been Air 47 Entertainment. I have been your host, and I would love... For you to join me next time. Peace.